0: food heals
1: food heals podcast episode 158 each part of the body like tells you symptoms like for example bags under the eyes that's a kidney thing anxiety is an adrenal thing calcium utilization parathyroid so like you can map the body the botanicals are so important in healing to go deep in and clean out that tissue that's been damaged and regenerate if people are listening for the secret of how to heal any chronic condition or autoimmune it is a high fruit diet <laughs>
3: what we preach, that you can heal your body. At the age of 23, Lauren found herself sick and miserable, suffering from autoimmune disorders.
0: With doctors promising her a life of managing symptoms with a long list of pharmaceuticals, it finally clicked within her that she wasn't going to accept this fate. She knew there had to be a better way, There had to be a way to heal. Using herself as a guinea pig, she became
3: a regenerative detoxification specialist. And after thousands of hours of research and a handful of natural health certifications, she is healing herself. She runs a website, Philosophy of Healing, where she is leading a heal yourself revolution and changing the way we approach, think, talk about, and heal all things chronic, autoimmune, and outstanding.
0: And like many of the people on our Spirit Junkie series, I met Lauren at Spirit Junkie Masterclass Live in New York, and then we got to hang out again at Level 2 at Kripalu, this beautiful retreat center. And Lauren is the real deal. She's been through hell and back, and she's absolutely living proof. Like I said earlier, that the body can heal itself if given the tools it needs to do so. And so I got to see Lauren speak on stage at level two and she was an incredible speaker and I'm just so impressed with what she's done at such a young age. But before we get to our interview with Lauren, don't forget Food Heals Nation, enrollment is now open for Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital.
3: That's right. Have we told you how many bonuses you will get if you enroll by this Thursday, June 29th? Allie, have we told them? Uh, I don't think we've told them.
0: Oh, wait, we have. But we're going (laughs) to tell them again. And not only will they get access to Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital at SpiritJunkieNation.com, but they will also get, Susie, give me a drum roll. You'll also get our new course, Podcast Greenlight, Marketing and Monetization Success Strategies, where we're going to teach you exactly how we built, launched, market, and monetize our Food Heals podcast and how you can do the very same with your very own podcast
3: but wait there's more there is yeah cool (laughs) you also get six powerful manifestation guided meditations hosted by me i feel like we're on qvc or something we could be i know
0: Yay! i can't wait to hear them i've already heard them they're amazing um the manifestation guided meditations and it doesn't stop there you'll also get the creative Wealth digital course and three months of coaching calls with the eco vegan gal whitney lauretson whitney take it away.
4: I am so excited to offer a free pass to the Creative Wealth online course and a three-month membership to the Creative Wealth online community. And what is wealth? Can you spell wealth? Yes. So I spell wealth, (laughs) W-E-L-L-T-H. So it's combining the actual word wealth with wellness to support people that are creating great content to make a difference in the world and help them learn strategies so they can build their brands and monetize their work, actually make some income from it. I love that. Genius is that. I'm obsessed.
0: So thank you for offering that.
4: And tell us a little bit about what that entails. So if someone joins, what are they going to get? So they get this online training to help them figure out all the different ways that they can monetize their specific content, to get in touch with their fans, convert them into paying customers, and generate consistent cash flow from all of their work. And the community is there to support them so they can meet each other, they can get resources from one another, they can have accountability partners. It's really just whatever I can do to support them through this journey. And the community is so important. And we've talked about that on the show, as well as the fact that
0: I am a member of the community and we all support each other. We all learn from each other. We all are each other's accountability partner. So this is super valuable. So thank you so much. And I'm excited for Food Heals Nation to take your course as well. And who doesn't want consistent
4: cash flow? Hello. That's right. So thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks so much for having me be part of this. It's really an honor to share something with you guys and all the great work that you're doing. And on top of what you get from Whitney, you will
0: get... Six months access to the Food Heals VIP Club with Never Before Heard podcasts on the topics of holistic health, spirituality, and business. You definitely sound like QVC now. No, now I'm on a game <laughs> show, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. That was my game show That was yours. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I think I'm going to save the rest of the bonuses for after our interview.
3: What? So keep your ears perked, Food Heals Nation. Oh, I see. You're going to play coy with this one. Okay. Yeah,
0: because I still have two clips for Roxy to play before we get to our interview with Lauren. That's right. That's right. Let's play the clips. So I love this clip from Spirit Junkie Masterclass. It really resonated with me because it's a message that I'm hearing over and over again. Gabby is answering someone's question in class about healing, and this clip makes me cry, okay? So,
5: roll it, Roxy. Roll it, Roxy. We will continue to learn the hard lessons until we truly forgive and heal. And so, my analysis of what's happening for you is that even though you're hitting your knees, you're you're picking yourself back up. But you are not inviting spirit to lift you up. You are not necessarily inviting, truly inviting in a presence that is not you to heal you. Okay. Does that resonate with you? It, it does. I wonder if I'm trying. Yes, you are trying <laughs> way too hard to lift. So do you understand the difference between lifting yourself up and being lifted up? There's a beautiful yeah. message from A Course in Miracles. I, l- I step back and I let him lead the way. I step back and let him lead the way. And this happened for me. You know, the, the, one of the key themes throughout this whole weekend that I already know is going to be is, is releasing your will. Mm-hmm. Because many of us in this room, we already have a God of our own understanding, or we're cultivating a relationship to spirit of our own understanding. And we, re- you know, there's a piece of us that really, really believes, and then there's a piece of us like, I got this. I got this. Uh-huh. We all, I'm doing it. We're all doing it, okay? And that first step is to true surrender is in humble prayer, take me, show me, heal me. Make that your mantra daily. Hit your knees. Take me, show me, heal me. Not, I gotta pick it up. I gotta get it together. I gotta show face for my clients. I gotta show face for my family. I see you're going like this. I gotta show up. I gotta do my thing. No. What would you have me do? Heal me.
0: So I hope that clip resonated with you as much as it did with me. That's just a taste of what you'll get in Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital. And my sweet friend, Marissa, another Spirit Junkie, wanted to send in her testimonial of what Masterclass has meant for her. So check this out.
6: When I first discovered Gabby Bernstein a few years ago, I was heavily medicated for bipolar type 1, ADD, insomnia, depression, and anxiety. I was agnostic at best in a very unhealthy relationship and working 80 hours a week to barely get by. I had had psychic gifts since childhood, but I didn't have a ton of guidance around it. In fact, doctors told me that the auras I was seeing and the voices I was hearing were hallucinations. Although now I understand what it is, I used to genuinely think that I was crazy, like they said. I mean, when professionals tell you you're crazy, you're gonna think you're crazy. Furthermore, my empathic abilities led me towards such intense emotional sensitivity, I never felt like I had any control over how I was feeling. That is, until my mom gifted me a couple books by Gabby Bernstein a few years ago. That's when everything changed. I started to see that only love is real. I started to recognize that my emotional symptoms were merely there because I was running from my truth. I was keeping my fears in the dark. Because of Gabby, I now out my fears on a daily basis and return them to love. Since attending Spirit Junkie Masterclass Level 1 last June, I have completely up-leveled. Not only do I no longer take any medications, I also am fully diving into my truth. I provide coaching and Reiki healing. I help creatives get their gifts out to the world. I'm starting an online community called Your Creativity Heals, totally inspired by this podcast, by the way, and have free meditations and resources on my site at www.marissaemone.com. Four steps I take daily that I recommend for anyone are, one, connect with your inner guidance system daily, two, without judgment, out every fear that comes your way, three, forgive every fear, and four, welcome in love instead. Those are the steps I take every day, and I have the most deepest stable emotional health I ever thought imaginable.
0: Thank you, Marissa, for sending in that beautiful testimonial. Marissa is doing incredible things. You can join her Facebook group. I'm in it. It's called Your Creativity Heals. It's really fun. It's a great place to meet people. And next up is our interview with Lauren.
2: The Food Heals Podcast starts now.
0: We are here with Lauren Tatarchuk, who firmly believes that good health is our natural state of
3: existence, and that if you're experiencing anything less than that, you don't have to accept it. She's a regenerative detoxification specialist, biofeedback and bioresonance specialist, and certified natural health practitioner, and blogs on her site, The Philosophy of Healing, to spread her heal-yourself revolution. She's currently in the final, last
0: phases of healing herself naturally, and she's working on different projects and programs to teach people
3: how to heal themselves. She is here as a catalyst to move the masses from being the victims to the ones in charge and reminds us that we can heal anything. Love that. Welcome,
1: Lauren. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: We're so excited to have you. I was so honored to meet you. We were we hung out at Spirit Junkie Masterclass Levels 1 and
1: 2. Yes, we sure did.
0: <laughs> it was so much fun. So tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: So my name is Lauren, obviously, and I have been healing myself over the past three years from chronic and autoimmune conditions. So I've basically been using my body as a guinea pig science experiment. And um, when I started this journey, I kind of felt that I was a beta body, so that whatever would work for me would work for anyone. And so I just went through everything and tried it, and I finally found the way to heal. And so now I'm here. I work at a wellness center. I'm a biofeedback and bioresonance specialist. So I use frequencies to help people basically release their subconscious blocks and also to relax their nervous system. Just recently, I'm a regenerative detoxification specialist, so I can help people heal from anything that they need help with.
0: How cool is that? Um, so, what was your diagnosis? I know you had a crippling diagnosis, and how did it how did it start? What were you feeling?
1: Yeah, so the first uh, symptom was age 12. I had a horrific migraine, and I remember just crying and screaming and like holding my head and begging my parents to make it stop God. and Awful. And it was awful. And then that was the first symptom. So for between ages 12 and 15, I was kind of a medical mystery. And I just started having pain and I was really tired. And it's just it wasn't normal for like a 12, 13, 14, 15 year old. So I felt I felt really ostracized and very like weird and different and not good enough because of it. And then at 15, I went to a doctor I remember he was one of the many that I had gone to and I was laying there and my dad was to the left of me and my mom was to the right of me Mm -hmm. and the doctor was touching my body and he was touching trigger points. And then he's like, he said very nonchalantly, like no big, he's like, oh, you have really severe adolescent fibromyalgia. And the tiredness is chronic fatigue. Mm. And I remember my dad crying. He's this like Russian papa bear looking guy. And I had never seen him (laughs) cry before. And I saw him cry. And I knew something was really wrong, you know. And my mom started asking questions. And then from there, I started my journey of seeing, I don't know, hundreds of doctors, specialists. I got diagnosed also like lupus, Lyme. I mean, you name it, I was labeled it. That
0: is crazy. Yeah. And how heart wrenching to go through that at such a young age.
1: Yeah. I mean, back then, this was a while ago. So that was like 15. And the medical community was just starting to accept fibromyalgia for adults. Wow. So as an adolescent, they really had no idea, you know, it was very weird. I was actually in the first ever adolescent fibromyalgia study at the Cleveland Clinic. Wow. So at at eighteen. And um it was an it was a nice try, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be nice, you know? So I was just a nutcase. I mean, I was so heavily medicated. I don't really remember a lot of my adolescence. And then all my peers are walking around normal and I'm just suffering. I mean, I couldn't get out of bed without amphetamines. I mean, I was so exhausted. By the time I was in college, I was on 80 milligrams of Adderall prescribed. So in order to get up in the morning, I would have to set my alarm for an hour before I actually had to get up and start getting ready. And I would put the two pills next to it and my alarm would go off. I would get up, I would take the pills, go back to sleep, and then wait until I had artificial energy to help me wake up. Oh my
0: God. And that's how I got through college. That is so insane to me. Like, and I don't know how much 80 milligrams is compared to what a normal,
1: um, is that a lot? Yeah. What is that compared to like a a normal? Oh, normal dose is like 30 or 40. Like I was above the federal limit. They had like They had to, like, call somebody every time I went to get a prescription to, like, flag it and be like, oh, that's fine. She can go over kind of thing. I mean, and so
0: how did you get the courage to say, like, there's got to be something else and I'm going to find it?
1: Well, I mean, I was just angry. I was I was pissed and I was I was a victim. I was seriously seriously, a victim to the system, a victim to myself. I hated myself. I hated my body. I just wished, honestly, I wished it would end secretly, you know, like I wasn't going to do anything, but I was, I was at my bottom. I was in so much pain. I had a pill to wake up, a pill to go to sleep, a pill for my muscles, a pill. I was getting migraines a few times a week. And they were the ones where half my body would go numb and I would lose my speech and I oh had tingling, and, and that was like my life.
0: That's horrifying. No one should live like this. I a know, especially at your age. I've never even I know. heard.
1: I was literally on a shoebox full of pills. And then my breakdown moment was I was 23. I was in my business undergrad uh, at OSU. So my senior year. And I was walking, I had a flight of stairs to go to my apartment. And it, granted, it was one flight, like a few stairs. I mean, I literally. At the end of the day, my boyfriend would have to like come down the stairs and like grab my backpack and help me up the stairs. Like I was crawling. Like I feel like oh I God. felt like I was slowly dying, basically. You were, I'm sure. You weren't living to your full extent. Yeah, yeah I wasn't living. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Um, and so one day I walked up the stairs and I barely made it up. And I went to go open, I had this medicine cabinet that I had put in when we moved in the apartment just so that I could like hide all my pres- prescription pills. I didn't want people to see how much I was on. And I remember opening that cabinet to get something and I lost my shit. I ripped that cabinet off of the wall. (laughs) Renting, (sighs) put a big hole in it and I just slammed it on the ground. And then I went and picked up all the medications and started throwing them at the wall and the ceiling and the floor, you name it. And then I just collapsed and sobbing. Mm -hmm. And
0: what a powerful moment.
1: Yeah, it was really powerful. And I was laying there and I said, Oh my gosh, is this how I'm going to live the rest of my life? I mean, they are promising me a life of managing my symptoms, Mm -hmm. which translated to me as managing my suffering. Right. And I was suffering so much. I was in so much pain. I literally I couldn't feel my collarbone or my vertebrae or move my shoulder blades because my whole body was like one rock fascia Mm. mess.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. And I was like, if I'm this sick, this young, I can't imagine what I'm going to be like at 40. And I'm like, this isn't an option for me anymore. I'm not doing this. And I thought I was like, there has to be a better way. And I was curious because I was like, why are my friends normal and I'm not? Like, what is that distinguishing factor? That was what was driving me. And when I collapsed, I was like, there has to be a better way. I'm not doing this anymore. This is not living. I'm going to heal myself or I'm going to die trying.
0: I love that so much. Go, girl. I'm going to heal myself or I'm going to die trying. I mean, this is
3: literally... it's life know, or death. Yeah, but like, like they they like, talk about like your rock bottom moment, like you fell to the floor, like it's so dramatic. Yeah. I'm thinking of like a <laughs> it's movie, like a movie. <laughs> yeah, like ripping yeah. it from the wall and falling to the floor, and like, yeah, it will yeah. be a movie
1: one day. I'm like, sure. like, like, like so real, true story. My cat was like ducking out of the way. I was Aww. like throwing the prescription pills. Me. I mean, it was a mess. So where did you st- after you had that moment
3: and you were just. Hell, come hell or high water, I'm gonna figure this out, or I'm gonna die trying. What What did you first look into? Did you just do a lot of research? Did you just start trying different things? Did you,
1: what What did you start start with? Yeah, I kind of went rogue, Lauren. I um, <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, you I'm, are Katniss Everdeen. I, I feel like Katniss Everdeen. It's literally crazy. Um, I'm so I went rogue. I threw out most of my pills, so like I had the whole prescription cabinet of pills plus a shoebox. And so I was probably on like 12 to 15 pills around then. Mm. I threw out most of them, like all my crutches and stuff, Mm -hmm. like for my pain. Basically, the numbers that weren't doing anything. I was like, I'm not numbing my way through this. I'm going to let this pain fuel me. This is it. Basically, I'm not going to numb anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I threw out most of them like, and then kept the essentials. So I still needed Adderall to function. And actually, at that point, I thought okay, I'm going to heal myself, but there's no way I'll ever be off of Adderall. Like, that's how much I depended on it. I, w- I had I had a pill addiction for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I haven't really talked about much, but, I mean, I, I was dependent 100%. Well, it wasn't your so, fault. This is what happened. Right, happens. right. You didn't I mean, know yeah. any better. That was the treatment that was being offered to you. Yeah. So. so I kept the, the few that I needed to get through college, basically. I had, uh, like, a few more – like, another semester left. So I kept that, and then I just started researching like crazy. I – between – all my presentations and my coursework and my case studies and my papers, I would do that. And then I would study, I would research nutrition. And so the first things I would do, I started cleaning out my pantry. So I started replacing the white flowers with the brown flowers and the white sugars and all of that. Like, I didn't even know what pink salt was. I was looking up recipes one day mm-hmm. and they and they were talking about pink salt and I said, what the heck is this pink salt? Uh-huh. And I looked it up. I didn't even know there were other types of salt, you yeah. know, now where I am, I can't believe I didn't know all of this, but I literally, it's like you, you forget where you were, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I started doing that. And then for my graduation present, I had seen somewhere I was on like local harvest or.org. I was looking up some produce and somebody was like, I'm a certified natural health practitioner. Mm-hmm. And something clicked at me and I said, you know, I want to be that, whatever that is. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I want to go do this training for my graduation present. So I graduated in May. You, you wanted more school for your present from graduating from school. <laughs> I love it.
3: <laughs> a different type of
1: school. Right? Like one that the, yeah, that I could use for myself, really. I went to school after that. I graduated in May. And then in July, I went to that training. And so we had a lot of intros into a lot of different things, iridology, and nutrition, and herbs, and emotional things, and all this stuff. And then I, when I got back, I did my first fast and cleanses. And then I went And specialized in a few other things. And I kind of just followed the rabbit trails basically.
0: So can you talk about the cleanse that you did? Like what did you do to get your body into balance?
1: Yeah. So it took me not that long actually to have my first muscle release. So I had changed my diet. But when I got back from that training, I did the master cleanse. So I did 10 days of that. And then I was at that point, I would thought digestive enzymes, like that's what I should do. So I was I, I became actually a digestive health specialist. And so I had all these enzymes for like the lymphatic system and like certain areas of the body that were like plaqued up. So I would fast. And then because I wasn't digesting anything, I would open up the capsules into water and take it. So I was like letting them go eat the toxins and whatever. And so I got down to like 100 pounds. And then between that, I was was going to Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland originally. Um, And I was going to Cleveland to get Biofeedback and different muscle manipulation techniques. Mm-hmm. One's called orthobionomy and then massage also like cranial sacrales and stuff. And between the fasting and that, I had my first release probably a couple months later. I was standing in the kitchen and I felt this cool breeze go down my up and down my spine and I and I like pushed my shoulder blades back and my whole body cracked and released. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I started bawling because I had never felt my body release ever. <laughs> and what do you mean by release? Like, um, you know, like when you crack your neck or like you twist and like it releases. Mm-hmm. So it was like that, but it was full body. So like I wow. said, my my whole posture was stuck to my spine, and it was is mus-
3: had- muscular too. So so let's yeah. talk a little bit about this because I so I've been Lauren. I've been a licensed massage therapist for like thirteen years, and I have worked on people with fibromyalgia, and they're. Poor things. They just suffer, you know? Yeah. Um, So fascia, what Lauren is saying, fascia, most people think muscles hold knots. They don't, actually. Mm -hmm. Muscles, they either stretch or they tighten. But around every muscle cell, every muscle bundle, every muscle group, and pretty much everywhere, Mm -hmm. we have something called fascia. It's connective tissue. It's very, very thin. It's almost like saran wrap. Mm -hmm. And that's what holds knots. If you ever had a a knot in your shoulder or what she's talking about, that's what actually holds the knots, holds that tension. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, so in your circumstance, because I've met, I think fibromyalgia is different. It's one of those things that's kind of amorphous and it's different for a lot of different people. But you're saying your whole back or your whole body was just in
1: a spasm. Is that right? It was all it was all glued together. Like Mm. I had the frozen shoulder. I literally couldn't feel my collarbone because it was just inflammation. And that cool breeze I felt before my release. That was the inflammation going away. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was temporary. Like it came because it it jammed up. I mean, right after that. But that was the most important thing. The most important thing is to break the cycle is to reteach the body because the body forgot how to feel normal because it's been in a state of holding for so long. Mm -hmm. So how does the biofeedback help that? So the biofeedback is really awesome because basically I invert your own frequency. So it's kind of like smoothing out the wrinkles in your field and your body is able to, your nervous system is able to reach a state of relaxation so that your body is able to go other places and deal with other things, like especially the chronic disease, we're constantly in this fight or flight. And so we can't heal if we don't soften that and get out of that. Right. Right. So it helps basically to relax the nervous system so that the body can remember what it's like to be relaxed. So each time you leave or each time you do it, your body starts remembering and softening each time.
3: So um, can you explain to our, for us, for me too, because mm-hmm. I, I know a little bit about biofeedback, but we've never delved into this on the show. What are you hooked up to and what's the process like?
1: Yeah. So it's a biofeedback bar resonance device. So you can either be hooked up or I can also do like distance sessions. So when you're hooked up, you have basically, you have like an electrode plates that your legs are on. And then you're also hooked up like a headband on your head and you're hooked up to a, a frequency device basically. And there's all sorts of types literally you just use frequencies to bring the body back into balance. That's the biofeedback part. And
3: what frequencies is it measuring specifically?
1: It's, it's using your own frequencies to smooth out your own body frequencies. Basically it's like, it's inverting it like your aura or like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like your energy field. Yeah. And how did you discover it? Um, I was doing it when I was really sick at the beginning. So I would go to this lady in Cleveland and she was just finding all these things and using frequencies to help my body back into balance like emotionally and physically um it was like she was you could you could see parasites on there you, there's frequencies for parasites and bacteria and viruses Whoa. and emotional things so like the cool part is when i do distance sessions i can basically go in and look at like relationships and emotional uh, resolutions and send in like crystal frequencies and oh, just wait a minute you know what what's this machine called it's the energetics core um it's not a common one the common one is the skio the skio i've been on the skio yeah. that's what
3: i was like wait a minute this rings a bell yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes the skio is amazing okay so this is sim- this is just like that okay
1: yeah so um, that was what I did for a while. And I love that. But I was healing right for two and a half, three years. I was better, but I felt like I was missing something like because I, I still had symptoms. And I got actually bit by a poisonous spider in Colorado about a year ago. Mm. And the same week that I got stung by a wasp for the first time. And that really messed up my my life for a while. And I wasn't getting better from that. So I was like, I've done all this progress. And then I just went backwards for like a year And so the biofeedback, I was like, well, it must be emotional. So like I got this biofeedback device and I was like, I'm going to work on the emotional part of it. And so I got, I swung really left field and I was like, it's only emotional stuff. And so I did that for a while and I was like, you know, I'm still missing something. And so just recently I got into the regenerative detoxification and that's really where my love is now. So I use, I'm using a combination of two now to help people so let's talk about that yeah it's like my favorite thing ever (laughs) so detoxification it addresses the cause of why humans suffer and it gives us remedy for our conditions and the end goal of it is to regenerate your tissue and the only reason that your tissue isn't regenerated is because there's so much neurotoxicity and so with regenerative detoxification you're not only going to be cleaning out the toxins out of the body you're going to be regenerating that which has been damaged by them that's incredible because i feel like doctors don't believe that the body will regenerate
0: like that in many cases
1: oh my god that's like the biggest fallacy in the world and and it's such a crime i feel like all this misinformation and manipulation is such a crime it is There are so many people. I mean, this is an epidemic, the level of chronic disease and autoimmunes, and people just suffer. For years and forever, and they have no light at the end of the tunnel, and I mean it's absurd, and I'm pissed about it, yeah, I am too.
0: My mom did. she had multiple sclerosis for as long as I can remember since I was born, it got progressively worse, and all they did was give her pill after pill after pill to the point where at the end of her life that's that's her whole life was just like your life was taking a pill to wake up, taking a pill to walk, taking a pill you know to ease the pain, taking a pill to ease the symptoms from or the side effects from the pill that eased the pain. And that was her whole life. And she was on disability and could no longer work. And there was no light at the end of the tunnel. We had no awareness of any of this.
1: So I'm pissed too. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like, this is amazing. Also, why you guys do this podcast, because you bring all this information to so many people. And it's so important because people literally think There's no way out. And that's the problem. Like, they think there's no way to heal it because they've been told a lie. Yeah. Lupus, lupus, Lyme, fibromyalgia, arthritis. You know what those are, actually? Because when I started healing, I said, okay, it just started, I've been like led by this higher force of just, this is your mission on this earth right now is to bring the truth. So that's why I experimented for so long. But I was like, it doesn't make sense that we heal different things in different ways, like different labels of things in different ways. I mean, physiologically, we're just chemistry and physics. Our body is made up of the nature, right? There's two sides of chemistry, acid and alkaline. When you have symptoms, you're on the acid side. How do you get alkaline? You move over to the alkaline side. And so with these chronic diseases and autoimmunes, MSs, all these things are not MSs, but those are more also they involve more of the nervous system. But these chronics and autoimmunes, lupus, Lyme, fibro, they are systemic acidosis in the body, period. And there's systemic acidosis in the body because the lymph system is backed up. So what causes systemic acidosis is the lymph system being backed up. So your lymph system is your sewage system in the body. When that doesn't eliminate, then you start living in a pool of acids. And why is the lymph system down? Number one, there's three things that cause any type of disease or imbalance. And like I said, if you have any symptom, you're on the acid side of chemistry. And there's only three things: it's genetics, it's toxicity. And it's acidosis, and I was very much against the whole notion of genetics. I was like, no way, no way, no way, genetics. Like, but it's it's nothing to be afraid of. You could detox your genetics out of your body. You can, yeah. You don't
0: have to turn them on.
1: You can turn right. them off.
3: Well, it's the whole nature nurture argument, and they always say that, or what? From what I've read, like you have your certain genetics. Yeah, that doesn't mean everything is going to get turned on, or your gene for cancer, your gene for this or that mm-hmm. is going to get turned on. How are you treating that body? How are you? What are you putting inside of it? That's going to turn that cancer gene on or off.
1: Right. Right. Like, what are you doing? And then like, so you have the genetics factor, like what you come in with. So those are the inherited weaknesses. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what you have to work with. And you actually, you get your lymph system from your mom. Mm. You're in her womb for nine months. You get what she's getting. So that's why also the state of chronic disease is rising so much is because we have generations passing it on to generations on top of all this, the food and I mean, you know, all this stuff. So you have the genetics and then you have the toxicity, what you're like, what you just said, what you're putting in your body. Are you loving it? Um, what side of chemistry are you putting in acid foods? Or are you putting in alkaline foods and then acidosis? At what level is your body not eliminating waste? And so with the lymph system, basically every disease is caused because the lymph system is backed up. It, like I said, it deals with the waste from the cells. It's your body's sewer system where waste is dumped so it can be cleaned and eliminated. If the lymph system becomes backed up, it becomes a breeding ground for unwanted bacteria, viruses, and parasites. And it also turns acidic, which destroys cells and tissues all over the body. So the adrenals and the kidneys are what uh, run the lymph system. So when your adrenals are down... Your kidneys aren't filtering. Your kidneys are what filter out the waste from the lymphatic system. So a cool, I know that you're going to ask for tips and tricks. One of them is, (laughs) you're doing our job for us. (laughs) (laughs) So just while I remember. You're a um, one woman show. (laughs) (laughs) You can pee in a jar. If you pee in a jar, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you should see sediment at the bottom. If you have clear urine, that means your body isn't filtering out a metabolic waste. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
3: Yeah, pee in a jar.
1: Yeah. Um, and see if there's. Sediment. And how long sediment? are you
3: waiting to to see
1: sediment? Leave it a few hours. Okay. Leave it a few hours so it, for it to settle. Okay. And if you and if you see like little floaty things, those are part of your lip system, the metabolic waste. Ew. So there's like kind of looks like if you, when you squeeze. <laughs> it's funny when you squeeze, <laughs> squeeze lemon in a water. Yeah. You see those like floaties. Like the that's pulp. what. That's what lip will look like in your urine. And so that's, that's funny. Good. That's what. Yeah, that's good. You want that. If your pee is clear, you are not filtering. And that means acids are winning. And when acids win, you lose. So what do we have to do? We have to get the body into an alkaline state then? Yeah, you need to get your kidneys filtering um, and you need to get the body alkaline state. It's it's so important for people healing chronic disease autoimmunes to get on a raw food diet and specifically a high fruit raw diet. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) High fruit!
3: I I am, Lauren, I am a crazy insane Mm fruitaholic and I hate it when I hear diets diets like oh fruit is evil and I just go you know what Go jump off a bridge. I freaking love... Fruit makes me fruit happy. Fruit is a whole food.
0: Yeah. So, yes, there are sugars in fruit. However, it is not processed table sugar, and it is a whole food that works together and the it's way it's supposed fiber, to. it's got fiber,
3: and it's got nutrients, and I just don't buy it. Like, when I, when I eat a cherry, it's not the same as if I bite into a piece of candy. It just it doesn't make my body feel the same way, and so... I love it when people support fruit. Please continue. Yeah. so we're back. That's, so
1: that's the way to heal. Like that. If people are listening for the secret of how to heal any chronic condition or autoimmune, it is a high fruit diet and um, paired with botanicals and herbs. Like which is what I, I help people do herbal like protocols with it, mm-hmm. because like you need to regenerate the tissue at a deep level. But the fruits, and I mean, even more so than vegetables. Like I love I love me some salad and kale and whatever. But I mean, if you even think about it, so we have horses and cows eating grass and they have like all these stomachs and different anatomy and it's harder to chew right it's less astringent you want the fruits are more astringent they can pull out the toxins from your body and oh boy when you start going all fruit you're gonna you're gonna feel the detox symptoms and so I never recommend going right into it like easing and just like fully raw basically like fruits and vegetables and then like you can ease into fruits have you guys heard of the eat like an ape diet no I haven't heard it okay it's
0: basically eat like an ape and apes ate all fruit and it gave them like big brains and it helped them detox oh, yeah. and like whatever. So I think it's very similar to what you're talking about. If you eat like an ape, then your body heals itself.
1: Yeah, it's, it's 100% true. I mean, listen, every, everybody's like, well, everybody's different. And yes, like everybody's different. We all have different inherited genetic weaknesses. We all have different levels of toxicity and acidosis. Sure. But yeah. our, we're made of 100 trillion cells approximately and two fluids, blood and lymph. And mm-hmm. everybody is kind of obsessed with the blood, but we're 20% blood and 80% lymph. What? I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. We have five times more lymph in our body than blood. And so what the body, because the blood has to stay in a very narrow range for you to be alive. Mm -hmm. So when acids and toxins come in, the blood is dumping it into the lymph system to be dealt with. And when the lymph system is down, you're just swimming. Like Like I was saying, I felt like I was dying. I was... I was dying a slow, acidic death, and that's what happens. We're drowning in our own acids.
0: And so what advice would you give someone if they had been diagnosed with some sort of chronic or autoimmune disease? Would you say eat fruit, go raw? What What would the first steps be?
1: I would say totally doable and you're going to heal yourself and feel amazing. And that's the first thing I would say. And I would say not to worry one bit because it's healable. So I'm really into iridology also is what I'm studying. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about
3: this. We've never also – this is another thing we've never delved into. Please continue.
1: Yeah, okay. So iridology is my first true love. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the first thing I studied and came across. And then I kind of, I guess – I went to go do a course and my car didn't go through or something. And I was like, OK, that's a sign I'm not meant to do it right now. And <laughs> look, look, looking back, it was because I was meant to find everything that didn't work. Like I, w- I went on all these autoimmune protocols that were cooked vegetables and meat and no fruit. And it's that is horrific. I mean, that is just a crime on its own.
0: But that's what you thought. Like, that's what you thought you were supposed to do.
1: Yeah, because I I did like the gaps diet and like a bunch of other autoimmune protocols and chronic disease. And they're like, you can't have the raw fruits or vegetables. Mm. And so so I basically tried all these other things for three years to find what didn't work to finally find what did, you know? Yeah. And You're so the guinea our, pig. I'm, I'm gladly the guinea pig. <laughs> so then I found iridology. It came back full circle. And so iridology is one of nature's greatest and at the present only soft tissue analysis. It, it gives you a roadmap of your strengths and your weaknesses and also shows you your lymphatic and chemical accumulation. So the iris of our eye is connected to every organ and tissue of the body mm-hmm. by the brain and the nervous system. So basically, you know how we have reflexology points on our hands and feet and ears, yeah, in our spine. The same thing with our eye. Like there's eye chart. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a blog post soon about the eye charts. But the same thing with the eyes. Like every every piece of the eye is connected to an organ, tissue, cell somewhere. And there's charts out there. Mm-hmm. And so basically. It reveals your body constitution, all your inherent genetic weaknesses, the activity of your organs, the levels of your health and toxicity, and you can watch the transition take place in your body according to the way you live. So when I started healing, I thought I had brown eyes. And as I started cleaning, like I started seeing something else and turns out I have blue eyes. Wow! What? Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. I have interesting. pictures. I have progress pictures, and so there is a really great picture of my eyes uh, from an iridology camera. And I mean, the blue is coming out of them. So that's how I'm tracking my progress. Like I've just been tracking it over the years, watching them change and watching these toxins leave my body. And so, how long have you been on this journey now? Three years, but the first two and a half were experimentation. Right. And and now I'm like really in it and doing the right, doing it the right way. And did you, so I know you tried a lot
0: of different healing modalities. So do you now have like the detox protocol that worked for you?
1: Yeah, that's, um, I'm on a high fruit diet right now. All I eat is fruit. I'm actually on day four of only grapes. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah. I have some grape juice here with me now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I'm on a specific individualized herbal protocol. The botanicals are so important in healing to go deep in and clean out that tissue that's been damaged and regenerate. So I I have it based on... My symptomology, because each part of the body like tells you symptoms, like, for example, bags under the eyes, that's a kidney thing. Anxiety is an adrenal thing. Calcium utilization, parathyroid. So like you can map the body, basically, and then based on my eyes as well. So I use like I triangulate things and put myself on an herbal protocol.
0: And so of all of the things that you were diagnosed with, like the lupus and the chronic fatigue, do you believe that you actually had all of those things or do you believe that you were diagnosed with them because doctors didn't know what to do? And why would you have them and your neighbor
1: doesn't? I mean they're all the same thing. So I had, I had a systemic acidosis. Got so, it. so they're just putting a label on it. That's comfortable because for they them. don't, they don't know. Right. Yeah. They, they don't know what it is. And yeah. And the reason I have it and my neighbor, didn't was the level of my inherent genetic weakness. When I came in my toxicity and my acidosis all based on the function of my lymph system and how well I'm eliminating and the state of my adrenals and my kidneys, it's all adrenals, kidneys and live period and so how are you living your life before were you eating toxic
0: food were you in an environment with that was you know people live in these cancer clusters right where the environment is causing the issues like what do you think caused the extra
1: acidifying of your body Acidosis. that put you over the edge um, the state of my lymph system, how I wasn't eliminating, and that was because my adrenals were down and my kidneys weren't filtering. So basically I just keep refiltering toxins into my body. If your lymph- it's like your, su- your your sewer system, it's like you have a septic tank and you close it off, it's gonna back up into your house. What about you know your, what I mean? What about yeah. your water intake? Um actually, I barely drink any water now. I used to drink three quarts a day. I would used to drink uh, oh my like God, three, two ounces when I when I woke up. And then two more like large mason jars throughout the day. And the thing is acids dehydrate no matter how much water you take in. If you're in an acidic environment, you're not going to hydrate yourself. And the way we get true hydration is through alkalization, through the fruits and what the if vegetables. You,
3: what if you drink alkaline water?
1: I don't like alkaline water either because it throws like we have a very narrow blood pH. And so anything over that, like it, like a very alkaline, it's just going to mess with the chemistry of the body. It's, I feel like it's unnecessary. So what is the heal yourself revolution? This is taking the reins of your life. And it's knowing that you can heal yourself no matter what. It's doing things differently than what everyone else is doing. It's doing things differently than what your doctor may be telling you. Yeah, it's moving from being the victim to the one in charge. It's really taking control of your life and teaching yourself. I mean, healing is simple. You have to move to the alkaline side of chemistry. You know, The work that you do in between there is hard and it's grueling, but... A heal yourself revolution is saying no more to the suffering and managing it. I mean, you don't have to manage your suffering. You can heal yourself. You just have to be willing to put in the work.
0: I love that. And you said earlier, like you were the victim, but you do not sound like a victim today. So how did you overcome the emotional component
1: of this and really like just step into your power of I can do this? for me, it was like not an option to live like this anymore because I didn't feel like I was living. And so I had to move to be the one in charge because as a victim, you can't heal something that you hate or feel like you can't heal. Like you can't change something that you don't like or by hating it. You know, you have to change it with love and compassion and you have to realize your body is just doing the best it can with what you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. So It's literally keeps you alive 24 seven while you're sleeping. All these things are happening. I mean, your body loves you. And that's what I realized. Like my body is literally always doing the best it can for me. And I realized that I have to help it. I
0: I agree 100%. That's why we do the Food Heals podcast, because it's like the body will heal itself, but it has to be given the tools it needs to do so. And the problem is, is that a lot of times we are giving it the absolute opposite of what it needs, or it's environmental, we don't know what's happening. And so we have to get educated, and we have to give our body what it needs to heal. And I'm all about getting as alkaline and as possible. And I love eating whole fruits. So I'm just going to add
1: more after this conversation. Yeah. Fruit, fruit. And also like for breakfast should just be fruits. I mean, because you're breaking the fast. Your body was getting its toxic load out from the night, basically, while you're sleeping. So mm-hmm. just break it with fruits. and I mean, it's so funny. I have all my family on fruits now and I'm always getting calls and text messages like, you know how many bowel movements I've had today, Lauren? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome.
0: No, that's great. I mean, it's like people are having for breakfast like muffins and coffees and just all these foods that are very acidic, very sugary and just not setting you up for your day. And so I love something like this. That's like getting you started the right way. Yeah, definitely.
1: And so tell me what it means to you to be a spirit junkie. So it's funny. I, With Spirit Junkie, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, you know? I
0: don't think any of us did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And so for me, a Spirit Junkie is someone who stands up for what they believe in mm-hmm. and who isn't afraid of what other people think, who is relentless and unapologetic in expressing who they are at their very most authentic level. And it's someone who realizes that their story matters and that they can change their world w- with what they've been through. Honestly, and it's it's very much so opening up and sharing that story that you've been afraid to share. Like I was healing in a closet for two years; nobody knew what I was going through, and I was afraid because I was very much judged and ostracized growing up yeah. for being sick all the time. But like, oh, Lauren's sick again, or oh, Lauren has the pills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just started hiding it, and because of going to the spirit junkie, after I got back, I actually did my first like come out video on YouTube, and. I wrote this essay about like what I've learned on my healing journey, just kind of fundamental rules and laws. And I was like, you know, I kind of I that's where I made my Katniss Everdeen stance. I'm like, I'm a Katniss Everdeen. I'm here to teach people how to heal themselves. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And that. if it wasn't for that, I don't know when I would have come out. You know, I was so scared. It is scary. I mean,
0: I can't even imagine what going through what you have going through and then being like, but I'm going to talk about it and change the world. That's a big, huge step yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that is like what spirit junkie master class forces us to do is look at that and go wow this trauma that i've been through is actually my gift and using this trauma to heal others
1: is my responsibility yeah it's so and you went through that for that purpose to share with other people like you can think of it as you're the victim or you can think about you were chosen for this oh i like th- that to go through it to help other people yeah
0: and it's not easy to say that while you're going through something like I was chosen. Like, what the
1: fuck does that mean? You know, I know but
0: you didn't look at it sucks. later.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I, I've had so many times where, you know, you kind of you go down that negative path again. And it's just so hard, and it's pain. when you're healing. Man, p- healing is painful, and I always say it's beautiful and volatile. It is. That, yeah. That, those are the two words to describe it perfectly, in my opinion, and it's not for the faint and your people who go through this or anything they're warriors when they come out the other side because you don't have to you can stay where you are but when you move from one end to the light you're a light for others you you give them hope yeah and it's your job and your responsibility and honor to take that role well you give me hope because i feel like you are such a
0: badass in this space and so what can you tell people who are listening right now who are like you know what I'm gonna do this. Like where can they start? Can they start with, you know, your divergent detox? Do you have a coaching program? How can they get started?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm starting my coaching program in August. Yay. And basically, so yeah, I help people find out where their weaknesses are through a bunch of different forms and talking with them and the eyes. And then I I put them on a the path and I and I I give them tools. The thing with the detox you get worse before you get better. All these acids have been stored in your body for years and and genetically as well. And when they're coming out, it's very difficult. So it's really important to find like a detox specialist and at least at the beginning, so you know what you're about to come up against because sometimes it can be scary, you know? It is scary. I've done
0: detoxes and that's like, Okay, people have this impression that, like, all right, let's say that you have cancer, and uh, if you're going to go through chemotherapy, radiation, all that stuff, you know that there's going to be these horrifying, horrific, disgusting, painful side effects, and you're prepared for that. But people think that alternative medicine and detoxing and cleansing is like airy fairy and just eating Mm -hmm. some fruits and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No, it's hardcore. It's just as hardcore. It is just a different way of going about it. And I'm obviously in my opinion, I'm sure your opinion, a better way and a more holistic way and a better way to actually cure and heal something rather than just manage symptoms. And so that's what people don't understand is like, this is a commitment. This is a big deal. Yeah. And it's going to be painful because not only could it be physically painful with the side effects of detoxing, but it can be emotionally painful when you start facing what it is that you haven't let go of. And that can be the hardest part. And so you got to be prepared and you got to do it with someone like you, someone that knows what they're doing and knows what to expect and can also not only be the health coach or the quote unquote doctor, but also the therapist a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing I've say I've learned about this whole healing crazy journey is healing is far more than just the physical. Mm -hmm. It's our emotional, spiritual and mental states. And you know, somebody just recently messaged me. They're like, can I ever get my life back to where it was? And I was like, no, you're going to get far from where you were. And it's going to be the most beautiful thing. You're going to become a better version of who you were. Mm -hmm. You're going to become the best version of yourself. Yeah, It's hard and it's difficult and it's worth it. I mean, you can spend three years doing the hard work, rolling up your sleeves and getting yourself clean and alkaline. Or you can live the rest of your life suffering slowly in, in an acid environment. You know, what I tell people is, do you want to manage suffering or do you want to heal? You know, at the end of the day, what do you want to do? I want to heal.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I want, I want to help catalyze people into the healing journey because it's so daunting and it's so doable. and it's beautiful and it's volatile and at the end you're going to come out so strong and so amazing and you're going to help so many people because as you transform people around you are going to start asking questions and imagine that ripple effect. Totally
0: and you've seen that happen. I've seen it happen so many times where people completely transform their lives, transform their bodies and they become like you said earlier like they don't go back to their old lives. They become become an even better version of of themselves than they ever were and everyone's like what's your secret? Who's your doctor? You know
2: like
0: people think people have had a facelift when it's like no, I just started juicing. Um, I, I just eat plants and, and fruit <laughs> exactly. Um, so I know you have some tips about breathing. Can you tell us about like what's the proper way to breathe so that we can help he- our body like consistently heal itself?
1: Yeah. Well, also, I I've, I found a lot of people breathe opposites. Like when you breathe in, your stomach should inflate like a balloon, right. and so when you exhale, it should deflate, and then. I find that a lot of people do opposite. So that's the first part to start with. It's the way ba- if, when
3: you watch a baby sleep. Yeah, you watch exactly. them breathe their bellies. They naturally, they breathe mm-hmm. the proper way. Or and a then dog. When we, or a dog. <laughs> and then when we get socialized and we're and older and worry about how we look, then we suck,
1: suck in, it in. Suck it in. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, like most people that come to me, I'm like, um, do you know? I was like, do you know how to breathe correctly? And they're like, I think. And I teach them like, oh, my God, I've been doing it the wrong way forever. I was like, oh, no.
0: Yeah. You know? I didn't know I was doing it wrong until like a long time ago. but Like 10 years ago, I'm taking yoga class. And they're like, OK, breathe in through your stomach. And then your stomach puffs up. And then, you know, you deflate as you breathe out. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even know. And now I'm aware of it because
1: I don't ever want to go back to not breathing right. Right. Yeah. It's so important. And then another one just for good fight or flight to get out of it. And to help your nervous system, you breathe in through your nose, mm-hmm. you hold for a count of four, and then you exhale longer than you inhaled through the mouth with like a ah, sound. And oh, we will- did that before we started. We Thank- Susie guided oh, us you? through it. Yeah. 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 All right. Shameless self-promotion time. Where can everyone find you online? So I'm actually just launching my blog and website. It's been uh, been a while in the making. I always laugh. I went into voluntary isolation to heal. And so now mm-hmm. I'm I'm out here. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And it's philosophyofhealing.com. Mm-hmm. And then at philosophyofhealing on my Instagram for now. And you'll have your coaching starts in August, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've started a wait list already.
0: Yay. Okay. So get on Lauren's wait list. And anything else we didn't get to that you want to add?
1: If you're suffering, just use that as a mechanism for change because you deserve a better life and you can heal this. You have so much support and love. And my hope is for all the millions of suffering from chronic and autoimmunes that you have the courage to start the journey because you you'll look back and just wonder why you didn't start sooner. So true. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. Hope you enjoyed
0: our interview with Lauren. What a powerful healing story. She is A fierce warrior of health. And Food Heals Nation, I told you I would announce the rest of our bonuses if you want to sign up for Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital. To recap,
3: Suzee? Yes, yeah, so let's recap. This Thank is going to be like my sports announcer voice. Okay. <laughs> if you sign up at www.spiritjunkienation.com by Thursday, June 29th. By Thursday, June 29th, you will get the masterclass digital version of Spirit Junkie, which you can watch again and again. Like I do. Like a replay of the NFL game. <laughs> plus, our podcast green light course. Plus, six guided meditations for health, happiness, and success, voiced by yours truly. Plus, the Creative Wealth Digital course from Whitney Lauritsen, plus six months access to the Food Heals VIP Club and... Can we give a few more bonuses, Allie, just to make this a no-brainer?
0: I think we can. I, I can't do the f- sports voice as well as you can. I don't know <laughs> what they sound like. <laughs> you, you did it good. <laughs> but on top of all of those, we will send you a swag bag full of organic, vegan, health, and beauty products, including our favorite essential oils, mailed right to your door. I don't know what voice now I'm Now you're doing going to. Italian. I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't know what's happening. It's because we're not salespeople, but we are offering a lot of great, great things. Good. And we do good swag
3: right we do good swag we do good swag. hashtag we do good swag <laughs> hashtag swag <laughs> it doesn't back. it doesn't stop there folks it doesn't stop there now i'm getting back into my qvc there's voice. more it doesn't there's stop more. there Are just you sure? wait Are you just sure? wait okay you'll also wait (laughs) if you act now no if you act now that's good you'll also get spirit junkie business basics digital program which includes the nuts and bolts you need when setting up a business contracts negotiation tools insurance info so much more this is crucial folks and this is from gabby bernstein
0: yeah i wish i had had this when i got started in my production business 10 years ago or 11 years ago so i did not have to figure this all out on my own this is such a good bonus. To add a cherry on top, you will also get the two live training calls with Gabby. The first call will help you clarify your visions and clear the obstacles holding you back. The second will get you into action. Like I told you before, Food Heals Nation, I've done these calls. They're so effective. Gabby gets real with you. She gets clear with you on your life, on your business, what
3: you need to work on. She will tell it like it is. Last but not least, you'll also get the God is My Publicist digital course where Gabby demystifies publicity and marketing for spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, writers, artists, and podcasters, or anyone who wants to infuse their PR or marketing work in any field with spiritual principles. Yeah, that's a
0: really good course. I've taken it. It's well worth, you know, I mean, you're getting it for free, so it's well worth more than you would have paid for it if you just bought it outright because Gabby has a PR background. And she's self-made. She's done all this herself. That's her wheelhouse. Yeah. She's a New York Times bestseller. She did it on her own. Wait, don't forget. They also get access to the Spirit Junkie Masterclass online community, which is worth its weight in gold. If You could weigh it, which you can't because it's digital. All right, we're going to stop trying to sell you stuff, but you should check
3: it out. We have a lot of giveaways. A lot of good stuff. If you guys are interested, go to spiritjunkienation.com. See you next time. Food Heals Nation